Hey, NFers, uh, before we start the show, we wanted to say that, uh, oh, this is Patrick. Hey, this is Reem. We have a special uh, video. We're going to start doing videos of our fun size episodes. Uh, you can go see it on our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash nostalgicfront. Yeah. Uh, so go on there. If you donate five bucks a month, uh, you can start watching videos of all these fucking fun sizes. We may even put like a little extra like behind the scenes. Yeah, you'll see behind the scenes. You'll see where like we talk about the episode recaps of the episode. Where, yeah. Behind the scenes like, of the episode. A little two minute. Like, yeah. Blurbs, yeah. 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 If you don't want to do that, you can just keep listening. The show's going to start again like normal after the yeah. theme song. But if you want a little more, go to the fucking Patreon. Give us five bucks a month and you can yeah. uh, start watching those. We, we want to take this thing to the next level. Yeah. Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know, like, do we, do we have time to buy something? No, no, we just we just have to riff. We're gonna Go. just riff, riff it. Oh shit, it's the Nostalgic Front, a podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was, that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I, th- I think we should, I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the new Nostalgic Front Podcast. I am Brandon Ream. And I am Patrick Hasty. Hell yes, you are. Hell yes, I am. All right, here we are. We're here. We are doing it. Coronavirus 2020. My Corona. Now, some people watching this, and maybe you're watching this. God, I hope this is still funny. You're watching this in a month, and the death toll has risen, and we look like dipshits. Maybe we should just drop the masks right now, right? Well, I got these straps on. Yes, I don't know. I'm done on the masks. Masks are over. Somebody stop me. We do have the masks, though, so while this thing keeps going, if we need to, we'll throw them back on. As I mean, not like today. Well, <laughs> when it's like if during this news we're breaks. We're still wearing, uh, you know, metaphoric masks. That's right, yeah. I'm you, not wearing headphones, though. You, you don't, I got my gear on. You don't know what I we're jerk off to. You don't know what I jerk off to. That's the mask I wear. Yeah, we do. It's uh, Marge Simpson fucking <laughs> Peter Griffin, right? Uh, Egads. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is what I jerk off to. How are you, buddy? What's new? <laughs> I'm fantastic. This is fun because I feel like I can just look at your face on the camera, so I don't even have to look at you to connect. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Right now we're connecting. That fucking rules. Is that how TV works? What are you drinking there? What do you got there? Uh, today is... Uh, it's a Schweppes Pink Grapefruit Seltzer. And I got a Schweppes... Lemon lime in a bottle. Just, go, just a couple of sweet Schweppes boys. Schweppes boys. Do you remember when uh, they sent me all the for swag? I, I, I feel guilty it. drinking Why? this stuff because they make it in a Schweppes shop. Oh, shit. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> See, the video's great. If you're not on our fa- uh, Patreon watching the videos, man, get your fucking shit together. Yeah. <laughs> As I take a drink to silence. To, to, now they know how often you just do that. Oh, yeah. Uh, pretty much any time I try to say something and I t- you hear a lot of silence, it's because I was taking a drink and thought it was going to crush. Uh, how are you, buddy? I'm fantastic. Well, Fantas- well no. I mean, of course. Scared and worried. <laughs> Terrified. The world ending. You but, know, but. Did you see the amount of times in last week's video where we both just are fucking touching our faces? Oh. We're sitting right next to each other, smashing our eyeballs and stuff like that. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. I touch my face a lot, I've noticed. Uh, you know, now what that I I'm do. totally conscious of it, boy, yeah. I touch my face. I don't want anybody ace. When I think about you, I touch my face. <laughs> <laughs> That's a song I'm singing uh-huh. to Ace Duck from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, speaking of an ace, a flying ace, Ooh. what's our fun size about today? Uh, today's fun size is called The Rocketeer. 
but I gotta get the theme. Ooh. How about I read the Wikipedia over the theme? Okay. That sounds great. The Rocketeers, a 1991 American period sup you gross superhero film from Walt Disney, produced by Charles Gordon, Lawrence Gordon, and Lloyd Levin, directed by Joe Johnson, and it stars Bill Campbell, Jennifer Connelly, Alan Arkin, Timothy Dalton, Paul Sorvino, and Tiny Ron Taylor. The film is based upon the characters of the same name created by the comic book Dave Stevens. Set in 1938 Los Angeles, the Rocketeer tells the story of stump pilot Cliff Secord, who stumbles upon a ro- hidden rocket-powered jetpack that he thereafter uses to fly without the need of an aircraft. His heroic deeds soon after the attention of Howard Hughes and the FBI, who are hunting the missing jetpack, as well as Nazis who want it to they want to steal it from Hughes. Blah 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 blah. It's a great movie. People didn't love it. The film was released on June 21st, 1991 and received positive to mixed reviews. Plans for a Rocketeer sequel was abandoned after the film was a disappointment, grossing relatively $46 million on a $35 million budget. However, a TV series based on the movie premiered on Disney Junior in November 2019. So that's fantastic. Oh, right. Yeah. Did you see that thing about the, the yeah. children's show? Uh-huh. Uh, did you also know that also, do you know what happened in November 2019? Sadly. Tiny Ron Taylor passed away. Oh, and uh, Corona first started. Was that when it came around? November, yep. Fuck. Everything comes back to the Rocketeer, you know? <laughs> uh, what Now, what's your experience with this fucking flick? Missed it. You missed, never, never, never watched it. it. Nope. Uh, well, I was 11 when it came out. 11. And, I mean, it's kind of a weird movie. I mean, it's great, yeah. but if you can see why it both bombed mm-hmm. and became like, uh, cult, a cult like loved film that yeah. a lot of people grew up and connected with. Well, that you ca- can see like both of it. That cast like, is wild. Yeah, Alan Arkin, Timothy Dalton, Paul Sorvino. I mean, those are like great actors. Totally. And then Bill Campbell's new, and Jennifer Connelly's like off of uh, what's it called, uh, Labyrinth. Yeah, you know, it's like it's it, it seems like it should have been huge. It, well, yeah, I mean, they had the sequel set up at the end too, and yeah, yeah, you know, but it's crazy if you think like this is when. Like the biggest movies ever were coming out. Too. Yeah, you're right. Like from '86 to like '92, I mean that's just like monsters. Where it's just like Batman. Indiana Jones, Batman. This went up against T2. No shit. Yeah. Oh, that might explain why. See, I can... and Ninja Turtles too. Oh, what I now my experience with this is I feel like as a kid, uh, there was Batman, mm-hmm. then there was the Rocketeer. And then there was uh, Arachnophobia. Like, these are big movies that everybody at school talked about. Everybody talked about this movie. Yeah. I don't know if I actually saw it in the theater. I watched it for the first time last night. Yeah, I think I watched it for the first time realizing it last night, too. Because what happened was, uh, yesterday, or maybe two, a day and a half ago, I threw it on on the Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus if you want to watch it. And I, 10, 15 minutes in, I texted you, hey, I'm loving this movie. Yeah. And then you were like, "Let's, I'll watch it, There's too. There's a lot to love. It's a quarantine film. Uh, so you can watch it and, uh, not another quarantine movie. Oh, that's fun. Tweet that. Yeah. Uh, th- that wasn't that the tagline for, uh, outbreak. I don't know, but, uh, one of these days we'll, uh, we'll have to give a quarantine choice award. Oh yeah. That's right. fun. Yeah. You ever see quarantine porn? <laughs> hmm? Uh-huh. Uh, it's okay. So basically it's a somewhat superhero movie. Uh, it's cool. Oh, it's, it's a by the books uh, superhero origin movie, but yeah. perfectly made. Yeah, I loved it. No it's, fat, just like yeah, it's great. fun and it's fun. A lot of players. Also, it's fun, especially today, to watch it and be and root. Everybody's well, a Nazi. You're, yeah. The bad guys are Nazis. You get to watch them fight. Not you get to watch the mob and the FBI team up 
to yeah. shoot a bunch of Nazis. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Uh, so you watch it. Uh, what, do you, what do you guys, you got any uh, off the top of your head thoughts from watching it for the first time yesterday or last oh, night? For one, I love how like uh, romanticized it is of the era. Oh, yeah, of the 30s. You know, where it's just like this really, you know, mm-hmm. romanticized, like art deco, stylized, yeah. just like, you know. Early aviation, what can we do, like uh, mm-hmm. wonderment of human innovation and everything is going yeah, on in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the posters look like World Fair yeah. posters. And that's part, for, yeah. yeah. And just the look of it's great. And my God, I love the just the little jargon where oh, it's like, yeah. ah, we're telling these black and white, see? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. there is a lot of that There's a- where like, she's my girl. There's a you line know? when the um a line that really stuck with me a lot was when the uh, um uh, oh by the way just so you know he I, got me in the kisser for the camera and they, for, they say that so I, I love that I want to tell just you the that screen. type of shit I found out that I can't lean back or I go off screen oh so I got to be up here like this so uh-huh. I'm gonna be connecting with you through the camera okay which to the camera might be annoying because it might look like I'm looking or, slightly to the or left or through the headphones if people are just listening at home like, oh, oh sure listeners yeah of course you listeners don't even fucking care about the video we're still here and it sounds just as shitty as it always does but if you do care about the video. Get on the Patreon. There give it us is. Some, give us some money. Uh, maybe maybe I priced it at a dollar. By the way, yeah, that's fine. You know, I Any, we made get, a big anything about it, we get in here, man. Yeah, any dollar, a dollar, two dollars, twenty five thousand dollars. Um, this might be my only source of income. Yeah, we are. Uh, the world is collapsing. Speaking of, uh, so there's a great scene. You're speaking of the the usage, the word usage that everybody uses. Oh yeah, the scene when the the bad guys go to the diner. Which is run by Margot Martindale, who has like Emmys and shit, who's like a big star or, you know, a great actress. Yeah. When the, the, the bad guys show up there, the mobsters. The bad guys are just great bad they, guys, yes, too. Yes. They break the pie plates. They break the pies. Then they break the coffee. And then he goes, he says, you know, I also don't like listening to music while I'm digesting. And he shoots the radio. And I just think while I'm digesting is such a funny way to say that. I, I That's not a thing you hear. Right. Like, oh, I can't. I can't. I'm still digesting, you know? Uh-huh. I like that a lot. Um, yeah, right off the bat, though, I was I was into it. I liked the idea. I, I read a bunch of Wikipedia. A lot of cool stuff. I read a bunch of Wikipedia about the comics and stuff and how oh, yeah? it's not that old. No, it, no. It started like in the early, early 80s. 80s. Yeah. yeah. And the guy that made it. Because uh, once again, yeah. you can tell the source material, mm-hmm. it's making its whole world romanticized. Yes, just, yes. You know, really cool like that. Yeah. It uh, and it has some uh, fun real world cameos. How so? Well, uh, Howard Hughes. Howard yeah, yeah, Hughes, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is funny too, because Howard Hughes was a—I don't know if he was a Nazi per se, but he was definitely an anti-Semite who like liked the idea of the the Nazis' plans. You know, uh, so it's funny in this he kind of swoops in as like this fun hero guy played by John Locke from Lost. You know. Uh, don't, don't you have a lock screen? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. I, I What's do your lock, lock screen? screen? You should show it to the. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh. Buddy, but uh, you better. You didn't even close it. His screen. His telephone's lock screen. Of John course, Locke. is John Locke mm-hmm. from Lost, who plays Howard Hughes in this, and he's played as like a good guy, a a a, a great guy, not this horrible piece of shit that he really was. Um. I think Timothy Dalton was fantastic as the actor. What's his name? Timothy Dalton is always fantastic, but he is charismatic as fuck. Yeah. In this movie. And he's he's playing like a Clark Gable, who's also like a double 
He's like a Nazi agent mm-hmm. that's uh, working with the mob to steal this jetpack. And is that from? Is that because of Clark Gable? There's some actor that it's based on that they. Oh, it's Errol Flynn. Oh uh, yeah. Well, yeah. The movie he's in. Well, well. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know if he's like really based off of Errol Flynn. Yeah. Because he's got the Clark Gable mustache and yeah. looks. But it's just like your old timey movie stars. But he's definitely doing a Errol Flynn Robin Hood type yes. movie. Actually, it's, I literally thought it was The Princess Bride. Yeah. I thought that was the... I was wondering if they were using the same set from The Princess Bride. And this screenplay is just like, no fat. Mm-hmm. There's all the, like, every little scene yeah. pays off later. Yeah. Every little, like, character has got a purpose. Yep. It's like, uh, it's a great movie. It's very fun. And it also, it does this thing that I really enjoy where it... The flying shit, they show enough of it so it looks sick but they didn't get all like yeah it, you know bad early 90s poor you know shitty cgi and stuff well there's no cgi it's all yeah it looks practical good. yeah um and it, there's a couple of special effects that don't work but you're gonna have that yeah but overall the special effects are are really good and you can tell just by the feel of the movie where a lot of the people came from yeah because uh i know Joe Johnson got this job for his special effects supervision on Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, that's sick. Or that's how he got uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. But, you know, it all has that. It's obviously a lot of the same people that did a lot of those early 90s Disney touchstone yes, yes. type stuff. And Joe Johnson, uh, the director, of course, went on to do a lot of stuff, including a, ve- a movie that has a very similar vibe. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Captain America, The First Avenger. Totally. Has this very similar romanticized, almost like a... Uh, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, what's that shit called where people like old timey shit? Uh, Nostalgia? Stock, no, Rock Rocket Man. He looks like it. The Rocketeer looks like it. It's like where they have an old gun and they put leather and fucking metal on everything. Stun- steampunk. Steampunk. It has a very steampunk feel. Yeah. Which I really, I I don't go for steampunk, but I think it's pretty cool. I like his leather gloves. Oh, you also, do? Also, yeah. man, the fucking costume designer yeah, in yeah. this movie had to have had like the best time in there. Like they called Billy Joe Armstrong and like I had the time of my life. I'm gonna give you not only did they get to do like all the cool thirties designs, yeah, but they also did all the movie designs when they're on set yeah. for the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's very uh uh I'm gonna give you real quick. Okay. Joe Johnson's directorial history. Honey I Shrunk the Kids, The Rocketeer, uh Jumanji, and October Sky. Talk about four movies that were not huge hits, but were maybe Honey Shrunk of the Kids was, but that were like touchstones for our generation, right? Ah, touchstone. Isn't that crazy? And then Jurassic Park 3, which I love. A lot of people don't. And then after that, he kind of slips away till Captain America comes around. And he's working but on Shrunk right now. Now he's doing Shrunk, which is the reboot that Rick Moranis is going to be in. Yeah. And then I sent an audition tape in for. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I just read some lines from the first one in my bathroom five years ago, and then I tweeted it at Joe Johnson. I mean, I think that's how you send in auditions. Uh, but yeah, so that's exciting. Um, he's going to need shrunk to do good after he did the mm. nutcracker in the four realms. Yeah. Not for me. What was the not? Did we need a nutcracker franchise? No. What's not safe for work? I don't remember this movie. Porn. Nut safe for work. Nut safe for twerk. No, it's just not safe look, for work. This does not look good at all. And he well, did- didn't direct it. Yeah. It says he's directed it right oh, there. Didn't. Director oh. Joe Johnson. Whatever, but it looks terrible. Now. That's weird. And like none of these actors, maybe he, maybe it's like a short film he had to make for a thing, um, or maybe it's like a commercial. And they're like, eh, we'll just call it a movie. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So that's that. I want to read some of these trivia things I thought were really cool. Okay. Um. Uh, I think they're pretty trivial. But uh, you do. No. So this is where I got the thing about Errol Flynn because it said that Errol Flynn was 
he's based off that because Errol Flynn was suspected of being a Nazi spy, which is like oh, yeah. big shit, you know? Uh, the uh, During the fight scene on the Zeppelin, Cliff says to Neville, where's your stuntman now, Sinclair? To which yeah. Neville responds, I do, I my, do my own, own stunts. stunts. He was great. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um, and that's good a line too. to Timothy Dalton as when Bond. When he crashes on the Hollywood land sign. Mm-hmm. Oh, very And then good. takes out the land, so it just says Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. And then that supposedly, you know, like as if in this Spoiler universe, alert. that's how it became Hollywood. Uh, I think he's great. I like Timothy Dalton as a, I, he's not in enough stuff, but he's I think a great he's fantastic in this. Yeah. Well, he's in Doom Patrol now. He, well, of course, he's great. He's a great bad guy in Hot Fuzz. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, in Doom Patrol, in the pilot, it's Jer. Is that right? I think in the pilot, it's Jeremy Irons, and then he quit, or he didn't do it. Maybe he just didn't do it. But then Jeremy Irons is in Watchmen as a ver- as a different kind of similar character. It's just it's just interesting, huh? You know, like uh, yeah, yeah, I get it. Whatever, mm-hmm. it's good. Um, the uh, originally was supposed to be preceded to theaters by Roger Rabbit. You know that movie's called, called Wa- The Watchmen. Mm-mm, why? Because you have to check your watch like twenty times when you watch it. Yeah, it's bad. You know, I watched the Some first. People like the it. first two hours are pretty rough, but after that, after the third hour, it really <laughs> picks up. Uh, the movie was supposed to be preceded by a Roger Rabbit cartoon called Hair in My Soup, but it never got made. So that's kind of fun. Like that was probably part of the deal. Well, they know? probably didn't want to uh, put too many things in soup. Why? Because of the scene where. Uh, uh, the Rocketeer oh, slips a the note to Jennifer Connelly and yeah. then pours soup on top of it. That's right. Oh, boy, that soup looked good, too. I love a tomato Ooh. soup. Which, if you notice in the first scene, mm-hmm. when they're at the diner together, mm-hmm. Billy gets... I'm going to call him Billy just because that's his, the actor's name. The actor's name. Uh-huh. And I can't think of the Rocketeer. C-word? C-cord? We're just going to call it Rocketeer. Anyways, the Rocketeer yeah. gets tomato soup. Oh. So it's a key... They go out to eat all the time. He's always getting potatoes, tomato soup yeah. for her to realize that that's him, her, yeah. him being the server. Also, couldn't she just look the fuck up? That's a weird thing with that scene. It's like she doesn't recognize that it's him right away. It's that's like, what the tomato soup was for. Yeah, but that's his fucking face, too. He could just She could just be like, oh, hey, it's my that guy I'm fucking. <laughs> they you aren't know? fucking. Uh, God, I'm in, I'm in love with Jennifer Connelly in How, this movie. Always. <sighs> Any, or, I mean, they, other than Labyrinth. For being a but, Disney film... They really put her. Uh, they talk. They made a joke about her boobs and yeah, talked to him a lot. W. C. Fields. Mm-hmm. W. C. Fields he, is in it. He comes up and he's like, ah, look at these titties. And then he they just literally show them. is like, call, is like, ah, doubly beautiful. It's one of those. And then it cuts to her tits. Yeah, it's one of those things where I'd hate to like read too much about the movie because I bet you could be like, she's like, I was totally sexualized on that movie. I regret it all the way, you know. But maybe not. Maybe she was in charge of it and owning it, and maybe she pushed to have her boobs out there, you know? She pushed them out. Somebody pushed well, them out. Well, her boobs were already out before that, in the, that one Don Johnson movie. Oh, Nine and a Half Weeks? Is that what it's called? No. I don't know what it'd be. Hot Spot. Hot Spot. Uh, and then, of course, later she did a pretty little film called Requiem for a Dream. Invent, inventing the Abbots. Oh, Inventing the Abbots, uh-huh. yeah. And like, Abbott! Hey, Abbott, you know a lot about Jennifer She's going to be in the new Top Gun. She's the voice of uh, the thing in the in in the uh, what do you call it the uh, Marvel universe? Oh yeah, she's Tony Stark's computer system. Oh yeah, and then she's married in real life to Paul Bettany, who's the voice who of is, Tony Stark's computer system, and later becomes Vision. Yeah, who's Vision? Holy shit! Right, it all comes out. Um, oh, Frank Darabont did some work on the screenplay. He's great. He did uh, uh, was the the leader on uh, Walk uh, Walking Dead season one, like the showrunner and stuff like that. Uh, show walker show walker you got it <laughs> there's a uh they are show runners on the walking dead just who joe pesci turned down the role of the bad guy uh, also can't believe they casted paul sorvino as a gangster 
whoa, look at this. <laughs> I just told you that thing about how Jeremy Irons in, in Doom Patrol uh-huh. and then Tim V. Dalton took over for him. Jeremy Irons was considered for the role of Neville Sinclair. Ooh. Do you think they're buds? Jeremy Irons, well, the only weird thing is like, he's is when he starts, I wonder if he has a good German accent. Who, Jeremy Irons? No, no, uh... Uh, Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton. He kind of, I don't know because I. Because I don't know German. I don't know what a I good just accent wonder, is. Because like he's otherwise is he a British guy? There that is a becomes part. A German sympathizer. There is a part where he yells "El Capitan," and I'm like, well, that's not what you would say. That's not a German phrase. Also, oh, I just I like Tommy Gun. Tommy guns look good yeah, on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you, you fucking just guys. You gotta love Rocky Five. Like then, Feds right? Holton. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Hey, you knocked him down. Why don't you try knocking me down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Hey, I'm Santa Claus. Yeah, that's it. Uh, let's see what others. Uh, during filming, the scenes uh, involving Ginny with Neville Sinclair as background in the dueling scene uh, followed each other in the shooting schedule. If you look closely, Jennifer Connelly has a sty in her left eye that a doctor had to lance so that the schedule would not be disrupted. That's what you get when you listen to the Nostalgic Front. You get facts like that. Uh huh. Well, everybody's going to talk about the ass to ass stuff with Jennifer Connelly. No one's going to talk about the sty she had in her eye, right? <laughs> By the way, you asked to ask, you could get a sty. It's a good way to do it. A good way to get pink eye, too. Mm-hmm. You think anybody's getting pink eye like right now during Corona and just being like, God damn it, of all fucking weeks. You well, know? Sometimes you have an itchy butthole and then an itchy eye hole. Oh, I love Louis C.K.'s bits. Uh, um, you know, a lot of people don't. He nah. forces them on you. Yeah, right. I'm not a fan. Um, let's see. Oh, I love it. One thing I did love was Peavy. I loved Ar- Alan Arkin's character. Oh, yeah. Alan Arkin's a great actor in everything. But it's it's fun to see him in this because he's kind of like Alan Arkin. When I think of him, he's big. He's always like chewing scenery. Yeah. And in this, it's kind of like he's being reserved. He's just playing the well, character. He's really supporting the kid. Yes. He's and like it's, car- it's great. he carries a lot of the because Billy Armstrong Anderson. Yeah. Billy and Billy Campbell. Yeah. They they hired one of the they they went for the all shucks like let, every band. Let's get a new actor. They did a Luke Skywalker, and he was he's good, yeah, but he's, he's good. not he's not like crushing it. So like it's uh, a lot of people like Arkin and uh, yeah, it's uh, Luke Skywalker that's and why Alec you surround, Guinness. You, you surround a mediocre guy with a lot of talent. Yeah, uh, like uh, Seinfeld. Yeah, uh, but I did. I do like that guy Billy Campbell, and I was looking at his his uh, IMDb. He's been in a lot of stuff that I kind of watch. Like he was on the OC. He, hey, speaking of Seinfeld, I like his joke. He's like, "Hey, what's the deal with Russians? Why are they sending dogs to space?" Wait, that's your joke. Don't they know dogs hate vacuums? That's fun. Uh, maybe my girlfriend was making me do all my jokes with Seinfeld. Oh, that's fun. That'd be fun. You, uh, uh, you ever Todd Glass? We used to do Todd Glass bits on the show. Todd Glass yeah. had that thing where he would Rodney do Dangerfield, Rodney Mitch Dangerfield, Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, the best. That's pretty good. Uh, but okay. So, anyways, Billy Campbell's gone on to be in a lot of stuff, and one of the things he was in that I really liked him in. Uh, he's on a lot of shows, whatever. But he was in the the TV show The Killing. Which was an A, it was on AMC and then it was on Netflix. Yeah. And he plays kind of like a crook, uh, kind of like a, a mayor, but he's like an older guy, but he's still a good looking guy and he's really great in that. So it's one of the things like he is a good actor and he's been working steadily since this. He just never became a big star. But what's cool is he does do the voice of, he plays, he re- redoes his character in the Rocketeer cartoon. Yeah. Which did you watch any of that? Uh uh-uh. uh. I watched the, like a YouTube, like a clip of it. I was doing a black girl. Yeah, and it's like a CGI animated, uh, mm-hmm. like she finds the jetpack. I think she's like, like her grandpa was Tuskegee or something. Yeah, and, and her dad in that is voiced by this guy, but then he's also does the voice of, because she finds like the Rocketeer comics or whatever, or cartoons, and so we, it, that's like canon in there. 
and then she becomes the new Rocketeer. So that's why is there fun. a Geico caveman? I don't know, man. What are you reading? You're just on. He's just looking at net. He's just looking at IMDb. Well, they just had the around the web. This is those terrible things. That's like, ooh, guess who this dipshit married? But I really like the Geico caveman. The Geico caveman is an absolute hunk without the hair and makeup. That's what the art. That's what. Mm-hmm. You want me to click on that? I think he's a hunk with the hair. And Do you want makeup. me to click on Hollywood stars you didn't know were giants? Uh huh. You want me to click on Mila Kunis transformation is well, really turning heads? Uh, Lawrence Taylor did a few movies. What about Dan Gifford? They were, they were giants. both giants. Okay, I see it. Was Eli? Has Eli been in a movie? Mm. We got to get him in something. Rick Moranis was a little giant. We could have Eli play like uh, Reagan or something in my uh, Pounding Fathers porno <laughs> that I'm making. <laughs> Listeners, listen to Monday's episode with uh, John Shuda, all uh-huh. of my our friend Toby Keith. Uh, if you want to hear about a porno I'm writing, uh, but yeah, so. I think Billy Campbell's a fine actor. I like I, the cast is just so goddamn good. Totally. Uh, William Sanderson from uh, well from uh, uh, Newhart. Uh, this, I'm Daryl. Is my brother Daryl? My other brother Daryl. And then um, he's also in uh, uh, what's the, the Western show? Westworld. No, the Western. The Deadwood. He's also in Deadwood. He plays the mayor in Deadwood, who's like a real shitty piece of shit. He's in this for a minute or two. I don't know why they call that show Deadwood. Deadwood, I get a lot of boners watching it. I wish you would have written a joke about Deadwood. You're like, I don't know why they call that show Deadwood. I say it all the time, and you're like, well, that's not the name. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's a... I yeah, Fuck, I don't know what this podcast is anymore, but I liked it. I liked the way it worked. You, it definitely aged incredibly well. Yeah. and And just... I mean, the score is fantastic. Uh-huh. It's well acted. Screen, I mean, the, sc- it, the screenplay is airtight. Yeah. It moves along. The, uh, the only thing that doesn't age well, it, which you'll have in a lot of older movies anyways, is like it's it's an action movie, but yeah. the action is just like, okay. I mean, the jetpack shit's cool. Mm-hmm. But like compare, I mean, we're talking about like everybody's watched 20 fucking marvel movies yeah. nowadays so yeah. like but i the action is really cool if you think about it as like a love letter to old cinema sure. at the same time sure but there's a lot of like one punch fights where it's like you just get them once with the kisser see yeah, and that yeah. puts them down the uh i was gonna say that there the action isn't great but there is one scene that I fucking love is the scene that's at the re- at the fancy restaurant where the soup s- shit happens. Yeah. Uh the uh that whole part it feels very it's a great scene. beautiful like when he's flying around the room and he's setting the tables on fire and the singer in that the lounge act singer is fucking Melora Hardin who's Jan Levinson Gould from the office. But she's not playing it as like right. a star. The soundtrack is great anyways. Yeah. They picked a lot of good, like, old-timey songs. I just love that feel because it always immediately reminds me of my grandparents. Yeah, yeah, Like, any big band stuff like that. Uh, You love the score to this movie. Now, what is it? It's uh, Rocketeer 1, former James Bond 0. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Paul Servino, he gets half a point. Because, you know, he killed, he killed some fucking Nazis. Yeah, he did. Uh, I knew he was gonna, too. Oh, well, that... There's He's that. like, I might be a gangster and a crook, yeah, but, but I'm, I'm still an, 100% I'm American. American. Yeah. Uh, that was what played so well. He's like, uh, hey, uh, you know that guy's a fucking Nazi? And oh. then uh, Paul Sorvino was like, why did not see that also the blimp shows up oh yeah the zeppelin one, be- one of the best lines in the uh uh what they're, they're on a peace tour yeah and uh and 
uh, Billy says, I'd like to give them a piece. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what I think? Because it's right before the Nazis go to war. I'd love a peas tour. Also, Just go around getting different kinds how of peas. awesome. Snap peas. Wasabi peas. Right, right, right. Terry O'Quinn. Terry O'Quinn. John yeah. Locke. Yeah, he's great. He's fucking great as Howard Hughes. And he plays but, uh, Howard Hughes that isn't real, but it's yeah. very good. But uh, what's really great is that fucking uh, Nazi propaganda cartoon. Oh, that they yeah. Drop they drop right a the Nazi middle. cartoon. Such in the a middle. good scene. Yeah. And there's this cool. Nazi cartoon about how they're going to take over the world with jetpacks. I wonder who made the cartoon because you know it's got to yeah. be like, I got this big movie. Check out this cartoon I made for it. And everybody's like, what the fuck? You got Nazis taking also, over? Also, like in the narrative of the film, why did the Nazis make that cartoon? Because <laughs> they were like, one of our boys, oh. one of our boys died bringing this spoke back. No, no, no. It's propaganda. So that that was like, that's their plan. So they've been showing that to everybody's their plan. And then, but it wasn't like, they were going to like mass produce that to be like, look, we're taking over the world. But then it, before it was ready to go out, an American soldier stole it. Yeah. And then it got, that soldier got killed for it. Yeah. Yeah. We lost one of our boys. Yeah. There's always that. Our boys. Did they say how many, what is it? Gung, how many from Star Wars? Many Gungans died. How many people died to get them that information? It's mm-hmm. not Gungans. Yeah. From the first one. From a new Bothans. Hope. Bothans. How many Bothans died? They don't, they don't bring up. Many. Most movies don't talk about how many Bothans died, except for Star Wars movies. <laughs> right. You know, uh, I saw a thing where the creator of the comic, Dave Stevens, so he uh, he said that he liked the movie, um, and but he thinks the reason it didn't play well is because he thinks the tra- the trailer didn't really do it justice, made it look like it's something it's not, and he didn't love the poster, which I think is interesting because I think the poster is great. I wonder yeah. if he didn't love it because he didn't do it, and he's known as his artist. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but he created this and he did all the comics of it and stuff. But then he ended up his career just kind of being an inker and doing other books and other indie comics. Uh, and he passed away a, a few years ago, I believe, of uh, some sort of a cancer or something. Uh, which is a shame because he would have loved coronavirus. Mm-hmm. You know, like you get the set, the, the jetpack and the weird hat on, you know. A weird hat, that's basically one of these, you know, and then you're back. Was that fun comedy? Yeah, man. Cool. Uh, okay, so we're rounding it about. Uh, you got any other thoughts on uh, The Rocketeer? No, I mean, if you got the Disney Plus... Go watch it. Sounds like we're all going to be locked up for a while. Yeah. So uh, throw it on and yeah, you know, think about when times were simpler and you can go oh, outside in an airfield. I would like to talk about some of the things that... Lucky um, gum? The gum is fun. The, what is it, be- beer, bee wax gum or something? Yeah, yeah, apparently that gum had something to settle the tum. Yeah. A lot of pilots liked it. Pilots loved it, yeah. Um, and it's in the movie, the right stuff. They use that gum too. Uh, there, one thing that I think store. Okay. So I'm going to say something I love about this movie and something I didn't like about the movie. Okay. Something I love is that they're really good at setting up stuff. That whole, that old art, uh, trope of, uh, hundred percent. If you, if you show a gun in the first act, it better go off in the second. That's act. what they did. They have so much of that. The fucking soup, the whole movie, the soup, the, the world gum. war one pilot constantly with the gum, yeah. you know, that's just a lucky thing he had to do. Um, and then that, does, and then using it at the end and peeling the gum off. Also, super funny that the gum is like saving that jetpack. You yeah, know? like it's the strongest gum. Uh, it's lucky gum. Mm-hmm. Same thing where he sticks it on his plane at, in the first scene. Yeah, and then Alan Arkin takes it off. Yeah, and then the plane gets shot down. So many things about how like so if you watch it, so I'm wondering now if every little scene is like that. Like, uh, I'm wondering if there's a reason he shoots it is. the I radio. Watch, you know? Yeah, I watch the show. Oh, we have big news happening. <laughs> Our banner is falling down. Oh, no. It's a banner uh, moment. It's a banner moment. We're like, God, what if that would have just fallen on your head? That we got would've... it all on tape. Mm-hmm. God! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. that was 
fun. It would have been right. more fun if we wouldn't have set it up. But boy, that was a good that was a good pod. See, that's why you get on the video because listeners, you don't know America, what... America. What is it? This is you. Um, God, um... that's uh, America's funniest home videos. Yeah, videos from your folks next door. They never showed you might be a star tonight. So let those cameras roll. Oh, got the red, red white, white, and blue. The, the funny things you do. America, America. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. But seriously, wash your hands a lot. Be wary when you're in public. Try to keep a good six foot distance between you and everyone else. Um,. Well, I feel like that was a great way to end the show. Yeah. Um, the banner moment. I don't think there's any other final things I wanted to say. It's a great... I think watch it. Go watch it. Yeah. Oh, my problem with it. The thing I don't like about it is it's uh, it's one of those movies that it's very jingoistic. Uh, but since it's against the Nazis, I'm kind of for it. Also, I do not think there is any minorities in the same movie at all. And it's just weird to think of a big movie from a Disney film and you don't... I don't think there's anything. And so that's kind of a bummer when you go back and rewatch it. Um, but also, you know, it's a different time. And if this movie was made today, it would be thought of something to think of more. Yeah. And at um, least say the new Rocketeer is a black girl. Exactly. See? And and it's and it is uh, inclusive and stuff like that. Um, it's hard to, you know, you know, what I'm saying it's hard to judge things like that. But also you want to be mindful of it. Um, but yeah, I'd say go watch it on Disney Plus. It's definitely worth a watch. Uh, yeah. So that's that. Uh, goddamn. I feel goddamn. like we kind of did it. Justice. Yeah, we had a good day. Yeah. I mean, there's a virus taking over the world and you just got 30 minutes of podcast for nothing. Uh, you know, unless you're a Patreon, and if you're a Patreon, thank you so much. You got to watch that us. fucking thing. Oh, that's what we should do for every Patreon episode. Oh, Just yeah. set up some sort of mousetrap ish mm-hmm. th- uh, thing to fall on one of us. Gags. Um, yeah. Uh, so Reem, where can the uh, listeners like gags, find goofs, bits? Yeah, nipples, <laughs> clits, <laughs> cock. Butt plugs. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, well, my butt can be seen. You want butt plugs? Yeah. Uh, my butt can be seen at my toilet, uh, probably the toilet at work, mm-hmm. and uh, actually just my toilet. Probably just your toilet. My toilet. <laughs> Anyways. Also, Reamcore, R-E-A-M-K-O-R-E. That's where you can find me. Mm-hmm. Also, check out House of Bricks Comedy. Yep. Uh, hopefully returning next month. Yeah. You had to take one off. Yeah. Uh, listeners, you can find me at Patrick Casey. That's at P T R S K H S T I E. PatrickCasey.com for upcoming shows and dates. Uh, we have two new crew neck sweatshirts. They're beautiful. They're available on our store. Go to nostalgicfront.com slash store or whatever the fuck the link is. Go to nostalgicfront.com. Go to the store. Mm. You can see it or look at our Twitter. Um, we have two great crew neck sweatshirts. One says, fantastic. Two neck crew. And the other one says, they were hell arrested. Yes, hell yes, I am. Uh, get on the Patreon. Give us some money, uh, $5, $10. Uh, for I, I'm lucky enough that I have a, an okay position for the time being, but that could all change next week. Uh, Reem is in a thing where we're just waiting for people to tell us that we can't go to work no more. Uh, I think it's going to be the trains are going to be the thing. Yeah. So if you if you, if you you are in a situation where you have the cash, give us some cash. You don't got to. We're not going to tell everybody to. But even $2, $3, that <laughs> helps, you know? Um, and uh, we love you so much. Uh, you guys have been fantastic. Doing these videos is so fun. Uh, if you're on the Patreon, watch these. I mean, I'm sure you it's easy, but just go watch them for fun because you'll see weird shit like that thing fall. Uh, tell your friends. Be uh, cool. Be cool. Uh-huh. Uh, wash your hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, if you feel, even if you don't feel uh, sick, try not to try to avoid big gatherings because you might give it to somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, take Come your, to my comedy show. Yeah, take your temperature. Uh, never die. And as always, remember. 
If you're not an NFer, you're an MFer. So get the fuck out of here. Welcome to BrainMachineNetwork.com. Wow, that's pretty good. Hell yeah. I love this podcast.